Can we please start with the surface one, please? <laughs> but <laughs> and then <laughs> are, are we are we still talking about the same thing or? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes, back here with the boys, we got Haran, Tarun, and Christian. And today, I wanted to wish the listeners a very special, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, everybody. Thank you very much. Um, You're welcome. See, <laughs> <laughs> usually on this day, I, at this point, I just look at it as a day off from work. Which I mean, right now it is what it is. It, that's all it is to me, which is kind of bad. Um, but you know, back in the day, I used to learn about Martin Luther King Jr., so it meant a, a little bit more. And now I'll read about him a little bit later, so that I can reappreciate the holiday holiday for what it stands for. And yeah, thank you very much. Please let me know how I can celebrate this holiday in the future. <laughs> that's all. Uh, I feel like we just put you on the spot, bro. You just listed up <laughs> so many things about the holiday, bro. So how's your MLK Day going, guys? Should we make it clear that we're not recording on MLK Day right now? No, 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 no. This is all live. Every time you hear us, it's just it's live. live. <laughs> Whenever you press play. Yeah. We're just in like a, a room mm. waiting for someone to press it. We wait so long. <laughs> Anyways, what MLK didn't have, he didn't have tech, you know, he didn't have tech back in the day. But today we're blessed with the power of technology. Are you saying that technology solved racism? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, because cyberbullying can be racist. What? I mean, okay, yeah, continue. Yeah. So I want to turn it over to our Geek Squad correspondent, you know, Tarun. <laughs> Beep boop bop over there. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah, thanks, Harsha. I thought it'd be fun to go through uh, all of the new products that are supposedly coming out um, that have been revealed at CES 2021. Um, CES is like a, uh, what does it stand for? I think it's Consumer Electronics Show, something like that. But basically they unveil like, right. symposium. They unveil like, mm, that's a good word. I have well. no idea. <laughs> something like that. Mm. Seminar. Who knows? Sometimes. Uh, basically, they unveil like new concepts for uh, like technology. Like Samsung will always come out with like hella TVs and shit. And like mm. there's always like companies with robots that do like useless tasks. Um, but anyway, I found a few things that I thought were pretty interesting. And I, I want to see what you guys think. Okay. Um, so the first thing is uh, Samsung is making a new TV, mm -hmm. uh, which has some technology with the LED that makes it better for whatever reason. I didn't think about that part. What I found was interesting is apparently this remote doesn't need a battery. And apparently it charges off of Wi-Fi. What? How did that yeah, work? I have no idea. I it's like something like uh, basically Wi-Fi is always being sent out, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but usually that energy is just being absorbed into like the walls, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, so instead this remote because it doesn't need a lot of power right for a remote um mm. it somehow absorbs like the unused wi-fi signal because it, i mean wi-fi signal is just a radio frequency right yeah. And so yeah like the radio frequency has some like very very low wattage um that it can still send over the signal so i guess it like takes that in and absorbs it hmm. um so they were saying like it could work in a dark room like it could charge in a dark room i mean uh, all this stuff um 
which I thought it was like absolutely fucking insane. Cause why doesn't all my shit charge off of Wi-Fi? I mean, I guess it would be really slow, but if it, if my phone is always connected to Wi-Fi, then won't it, you know, rack up eventually? I don't know. I think we talked about this before, but like some things, I don't know if you've ever had like a shitty phone that where when you're charging it, you have to not use it. Otherwise it drains the battery faster than it charges. Yeah. You know, so it might be something like that where like, because it's such a, it's a, a weak signal, it'd be hard to get like a, a strong, not necessarily a strong current, but like mm-hmm. enough power for it to offset the energy that it's using. But it may be in the future, you know, I, I won't rule out Wi-Fi charging in the future. I think we did talk about this, like what, like it must've been like 40, 50 episodes ago when we were like, I, I think I talked about like wireless charging and something somebody was making yeah. it but yeah in the future we can just have walls that fully reflect wi-fi so they don't get absorbed by the walls you know then maybe we can charge our devices do you think wi-fi gets absorbed by a mirror no <laughs> the mirror is actually a screen that re- that shows what you look like through wi-fi <laughs> What the fuck? It's not actually. <laughs> it's just an LED with a camera in it. <laughs> did did they say how much this TV was going to cost? Probably no, like no, two thousand, seven thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, some shit like that. But the remote's cool. Yeah. They also said they were going to eliminate like this eliminates basically like a hundred million batteries. Basically, they're estimating because wow. they don't have to use them, which is pretty cool, you know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Next one. This is kind of on the same realm, mm-hmm. but apparently there's like this new charging mount something that basically you would put oh, on I mean. your ceiling and it sends yeah. infrared waves to different electronics in the room. So the example they gave in the and this is to charge them as well. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so the example they gave is if you put it in your bathroom, if you have an electric toothbrush. That can always charge if you just put this thing on the ceiling hmm. and plug it in. So it's like a charging beacon? Yeah, yeah, basically. Huh. Um, I don't know how the infrared whatever stuff works. But basically what they're saying is like anywhere that there's like a lot of cords, they can eliminate that by just putting mm. one on the roof. I think this is more meant for like, at least right now, like smaller devices. I think they yeah. said another one was like a restaurant. So like if the restaurant has any like... You know, they have the, like the electronic cash registers and like all yeah. this type of stuff. Like you wouldn't need to have all that. You could just um, put one on the ceiling. Hmm. I like that idea too. The fact that maybe like when people start building houses in like 10 to 20 years, they won't need to have all those, the the like wall outlets or whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean, it'll be hard maybe to get like an AC current or something is a, the, the beacon as it were. But uh, mm. yeah. Definitely. Imagine just seeing, you know how like everybody made all the memes about like ceiling titties, bro? They're going to come back, bro. They're all going to be your electric <laughs> beacons. Yeah. My thing is like, you know, humans conduct electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I, tr- can I get charged? You want to get stimulated? Yeah, you could run on Wi-Fi. Huh? Yeah. gonna be like iRobot bro Trujan becomes an app <laughs> iTarun <laughs> can, can you imagine if you're running on Wi-Fi and you just had low signal and you just become really laggy everything becomes really slow <laughs> you know, this should work with food too you put food in the center of a room everyone's full 
kind of like the charging beacon. Uh, I thought you could say like it microwaves the food if you just put it down. <laughs> oh no, that would have been smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like they have these beacons and like you have them set to different settings. Like you have one for like charging, one for like cooking, one for I don't know showering, bro. I don't know I don't know what the fuck another one would be for, but. You know, it's like a an all-in-one room where you just you just put shit in it, and then you can just flicker back and forth uh, between what what use you need. What still runs on gas in houses? Like, does a water heater still use gas, or is it electric? In modern houses, uh, it runs on gas. Well, uh, I I can't speak, bro. My house is like two hundred fifty fucking years old. Because I think mine is still gas as well. I'm pretty sure. Because if it's electric, like my thing is like, I feel like my water would be heated up instantaneously. But now, like still, I have to turn on the tap and wait a few minutes. Not a minute, like I don't know, 20 seconds or something for it to get hot. Yeah. I know mine runs on gas because like when when we have our power outages and shit, like we still have hot water and everything. Mm. Um, Which I'm pretty sure that's common everywhere. I could be wrong though. Like, I don't, when we lived in Blacksburg, we had, like, electric heating mm-hmm. and obviously, like, central air and all that shit. Um, but I'm pretty sure if our power went out, we could use the water. I don't know. And luckily, we never had to deal with that. But interesting. I'll move on to the next one. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> so this one, um, basically some company, I think it was called Omo or Owo, they created a Owo? t-shirt. <laughs> they created a t-shirt that has like, um, like the same ha- like sensors as your, as your phone does, where mm-hmm. it's like, if you press a button, even though the button's like not actually clicking, you can feel it. You know what I mean? Like the vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they made a t-shirt with all those in it so that when you play like VR, or, like you're, if you're in the metaverse, you can like feel shit. Mm. And so the guy in the video is like a CNET dude. He like played some type of video game and there's a drone that was following him around and just shooting him. And he's just oh vibrating God. all over. <laughs> 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 and he was like, it actually kind of like, he's like, it actually kind of hurt a bit. And I was like, what the fuck? I was strong in these motors. Uh, did you ever, but, um, did you ever go to like an aquarium or like something like that and ever go see like one of those 4D movies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah bro I, I saw spongebob there was some spongebob 4d movie bro and during the you know sometimes they would they would like blow bubbles when they would go underwater or some shit like that but there was like a jump scare in the movie bro and they had in the chairs they had little like holes with like For the water know, to squirt at you they had that too but um it was also like this like thing that poked you in the back like an hour mm. into the movie, uh-huh. it would scare the shit out of you every time. I was that's what I, I went once and I was like, I'm never going back, bro. That shit's so scary. It was also <laughs> like seven, so hopefully the shit doesn't hurt. I don't want to like buy a VR set and then fucking get like beat to death. Or like bruises, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you know how you like fall damage, or you don't get fall damage, you probably just die. <laughs> fall damage, just Imagine, like, your, just, like, your knees just buckle. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have 4D movies in theaters now? Like, can you watch a 4D movie or not? I think you have to have, like, the right kind of theater, you know, to, like, support. That's a huge theater if, they, if they'd if they have, like, 40 movies showing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
It'd probably be like a really big screen, like 85 inches or something. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, on that note, I saw um, a new like mini projector, portable projector that Samsung came out with um, Mm -hmm. that you could plug into a light bulb socket. What? Yeah, like that's how it gets the power and you can like point it wherever and all that shit. I think that's how it gets its power. Wait, but how would the node project it onto the ground, right? Well, I think their idea is that you could project it like anywhere. So like, um, I think some of the applications they talk about is like if you wanted to project it on your your ceiling so that you could lie down in bed and watch or people put in their like their uh, like above their dining table and they played like games on their dining table because it was projected onto there. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'd buy that one. Yeah. It's $900. I wouldn't buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> we can buy with this podcast money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably enslaved in this podcast for another fucking 300 years, bro. It actually looks super cool, though. Like, they even, um, they made it so you can make it like a, like a lamp, too. Like a, like a, not like when it's plugged into like the actual, like the light bulb socket, but like mm-hmm. they made it so it just looks like a lamp, like a bedside lamp. I don't know I how to explain it. See, when you first said this, that it, like, plugs into a light bulb socket, like, I didn't um, mentally connect that it wasn't a light bulb. So I thought it was just projecting <laughs> inside the light bulb. And I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> You're just buying a light bulb that shows pictures. <laughs> but I but I get it now. I, yeah. I, I fully understand. Oh, they were also saying you could project it onto, like, a colored wall and it would calibrate itself so that the picture oh. looks normal. Which is crazy. Oh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Man, this technology shit, bro. I'm going to become a boomer, bro. I hate all of it, bro. It's so... <laughs> I don't understand any of it now. So if I had a blue wall and I was watching, like, the Avatar movie with blue people, would they just be clear? <laughs> um... <laughs> like a green screen? Like... <laughs> You know how, like, when weathermen wear, like, green shirts or something, they blend into the mask? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that. <laughs> like, yeah. they're only projecting, like, the eyes in the mouth, basically, or the eyebrows. Uh-oh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's kind of fire, though. That'd be that'd be hella funny. Arsha, can you do that for me? Can you, like, can you, like, make a, like, at-home movie, bro? And then, like, wear a shirt and, like, or a blanket or something that's the same color mm-hmm. as your as your wall. And I'll just make, like, a little mini movie of your floating head. Running around. <laughs> you just tell me what movie you want to be in, bro. You want to be in, like... I guess with my light blue color of the wall, it should be the Smurfs movie. Mm. I was going to say, you could be a good minion. Oh, but minions are yellow. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh. <laughs> Oh, wait, this... Okay, so the next one on the list, I actually think this is super sick. Like, I saw it all over Twitter and, and Reddit today. Mm-hmm. BMW made a color-changing car. A chameleon car? I mean, yeah, basically. Like, the shit was it was white at first, and then it moved a little bit, and it was black. Oh. Or, like, grayish. I'll take that. I'll buy like, it right what now. what the fuck? Well, first, first of all, let me just say, it serves absolutely no purpose. Like, no one really gives a <laughs> shit. But it looked dope as fuck. It looked like, um, what was the Avengers movie where, like, they had the plane, but then it, like, slowly turned into the holographic version from black? You know what I'm talking about? Where it like blended in with the sky. Wasn't it the first movie? Yeah, it might have been the first one. It kind of looked like that. It had the yeah. kind of like the same effect, where it's kind of like a wave down the car in mm. a sense. Um, but apparently they use e-ink 
which I'm pretty sure is the same technology that's like used in a Kindle, like, you know, the Kindle paper, mm. whatever ones that like, yeah, I guess that, that emulates like a book, but it just goes from white to black or white to gray or whatever. Interesting. I didn't know you could put that in a car. That's fucking crazy. Like on the body of a car, especially. Wait, so do they have ones that are like actual colors or just like white? Black, I think it's gray? just white, black, gray. I could um, be mistaken, but I don't. I don't know if does e ink come in colors or is that just a screen? Like, what the fuck is e ink actually? Yeah, I, have I mean, no idea. Uh, with my well negative knowledge on this sort of thing, but I'll, I'll relate it to the one thing I know about ink. You know, when you when you change your printer ink, you know, you mm-hmm. know how it has like black is its separate like cartridge and then that has what cyan yellow and magenta i think mm-hmm. yeah um i have no idea if it applies the same rules of ink but um it's ink so i'm just hoping that it does uh that like black is like its own i don't want to say hue because it's not really colors but you know white to gray and to black um so maybe maybe they'll have like e-ink with like that incorporates the whole the whole Roigy Biv, if you will. So I looked it up and what I get from this is that like based on the electric charge that runs through it, it's either black or white. I don't know if they can add other pigments in there, but it's like ele- ele- electrically charged something. Damn. Well, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I like your idea. I like right? your nah, nah, yeah. all right, man. Fucking what I mean, it only makes sense if you're fucking making car colors out of printer ink. It doesn't make any sense, bro. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, if you 3D print a car, then it'll make sense. <laughs> yeah, but fucking try. Anyway, I'm I'm curious to hear about our our other uh, in- symposium op- items. So this one, I tried to find one that was specifically meant for like someone like Haran that they could buy, you know. And what I found might surprise this you. can't be good. Someone made some, I think Japanese dude, uh, made a robot. Okay. That looks like a dog stuffed animal. Okay. But its only purpose is for you to put its, put your finger in its mouth and it like nibbles on it and do some sort of sensation. And apparently he said that's its only purpose. Like people enjoyed that. Oh. That's it. It's just a dog finger. Yeah, yeah, or finger, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's cool, but I've never had a dog nibble my finger, so I don't know if that's like a nice feeling or something. I, I don't know if, do, Christian, do dogs nibble on fingers? It's just I like, mean, like, like a finger, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, like when they're. They like lightly bite, but I guess yeah, it's nibbling. I think it's like, easier when they're like puppies and they don't have developed teeth yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but once they get the teeth, bro, I think they're they're um they're not they're not like us where they can try and measure out how much force to put into something, you know. Yeah. Um, I I, I would say that you're either losing a finger or you're not <laughs> sticking your hand in that dog's mouth. I would I would advise <laughs> not to do that. So, Haran, you have another package coming, by the way. Oh shit! How much is it? millions <laughs> but i did it for you and your pleasure sexuality oh okay oh. <laughs> why would people want that i mean what do you mean bro the sensation it's just because you don't like dogs bro They're yeah like, we no, yeah, enjoy dogs it. are fine but do you have to like don't you have to get through some cut to like display your item at this 
show? Like, why would people? <laughs> it's that's a very low bar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Turner, I'm sorry for shitting on all of your ideas ever before, bro. <laughs> you can make it. Yeah. You can make it. Yeah. Yeah, rich people are stupid. <laughs> that's all I got. I don't know where to go from there. That's all right, man. I think uh, we ended on a very clean cut, if you will. Uh, out of out of all those things, though, uh, we'll ask we'll ask the audience. Uh, what what's the one you would, if you had the money, what's the one you would most likely spend your money on? I go with the charging beacon, man. I have so many wires on my desk, and like, yeah, not enough room to plug it. There's not enough outlets near my desk. Sometimes, I mean, not sometimes. I don't move my desk a lot, but um, I think it'd be really convenient just to have one thing up there, like a light. And just charge everything. I don't have to worry about it. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably the most convenient item to have. I think it's the most practical one out of yeah. all of them. But I like the 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 sensor one to an extent. If there's no like fall damage, as we say, uh, and there's <laughs> a, you don't die from it. Yeah, if, there, if there's a if there's a cap to how much pain you can go through thanks to this machine item thing uh then then that one sounds pretty cool to me have you guys like played a vr game before i think i would get motion sickness yeah i haven't i haven't tried i was wondering if anyone has i've tried the headset but i've never, never played a full game hmm. how was that i guess just by itself it was cool i think Tura and i tried it together uh we could throw paper airplanes and um that's one thing i remember Tura and I, what else did we do <laughs> <laughs> I think we played ping pong or something on it, or like uh, some sort of like tutorial version of ping pong, something like that. Mm. You could like fly a rocket, or something, or yeah. a rocket would come at you. Honestly, I was like, even just using it for like I think just ten minutes, I was like so sold on buying it. It was actually insane. Like I didn't think it was gonna be that like realistic. I guess it's mm. so weird to say that because it it doesn't look like real life. Like you know, it's like. It's a computer generated, right? It's yeah, like yeah. Poor, like not amazing graphics, but it still feels so like weird to be in there because you can't like see mm. anything else. I don't know. Mm. The thing I would always worry about the most is like my surroundings because you have no idea yeah. about like you have to have like a really big open space to make sure you don't fucking like run into a wall or like I don't know. I don't know if you've seen there's like a football commercial now with like one this like quarterback who's like in a VR headset and he's like doing like a drill, like a throwing drill. And he's just throwing footballs like through walls and like through glass cases and all that shit. <laughs> so I I would be wary of my surroundings. But yeah, I think that would be it. I think that's also a very realistic thing that can be, what's the word? Like not normalized, but more common in the next like mm-hmm. few years. Like things with haptic sensors on them. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to use one of those if someone wasn't watching me, just in case I like, run into a wall or fall off some stairs or something. You tell tell me like if we were watching you play, we wouldn't tell you if you gonna hit a wall. I think we wouldn't tell you, bro. No, I trust you guys. <laughs> but watching people use the headset is so funny. They look yeah. so dumb with it on. <laughs> they are like the new ones are better about it though. Like I I remember on like the the friend that um let me and Harsha use it. Like you can set um. Like it, it like opens up the camera to like the world basically, mm. and you can like draw a line um, where uh. your safe space is, so that like if you ever like get close, it'll it'll like show up just basically like a red wall and be like, "Hey, yo, chill out." <laughs> it reminds um, me of um, we were when I was at Haran's, we went to uh, one of his friends' house. Oh, it's Millen, and he has um, 
he has a dog that has like a smart collar. Um, and they have, they have like kind of what you're saying. They have like a, like a geographic or not geographic, but like a GPS map. Yeah. Where like if the dog goes near it, I think he gets a little shock. Like if he goes out of the boundary or something, mm-hmm. um, like a very, a very light one, not one that hurts, but like one that shows him that like he's crossing the area. So like, I mean, it's not running into a wall, but you know, same, same concept, I guess. Yeah. They actually, I saw, I saw that too. They had like a, they had like an Apple watch for dogs, but it's just a collar. So it tells you like mm. their calories or like heart rate. Oh, all that what the fuck? Stuff. <laughs> That's so extra. <laughs> I mean, even this one like was very confusing for me because it had like all these like flashing, like, uh, like logos or whatever, not logos, yeah. but like symbols. Icons. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, bro, what, what is the blue paw differ from like the green dog head? I don't know what they all mean, bro. It's just a dog collar. <laughs> I mean, it's not just, you know what I mean, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the dog Apple Watch would be really cool if you were trying to train the snail like they do in SpongeBob, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, Harsha. <laughs> yeah, if we're you in fucking Bikini Bottom, that would be so useful. I do. Patrick won what the race. If we're in Bikini Bottom, that'd be so yeah. useful. <laughs> hey, man, you know, you know what's really useful about new technology what i don't know find out on the other side of the ad <laughs> <That was okay>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back guys we have our we have our researchers working on the the technology so we'll get back to you in uh, 10 to 20 years but <laughs> speaking of years you know we we celebrated the new year together uh we all we all went to this cabin in very famous warfordsburg pennsylvania uh if you haven't heard of it you are a normal person because it's <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, our the driveway to go up to the cabin was about three quarters or a half a mile long. It was it was quite the trek. Uh, it's probably what two hours away from Nova. Different yeah, parts a of less Nova, than two hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, we had we had a total of twelve people there, uh, and you know, we had some people drop because of. Uh, Testing, you know, is health and safety protocols, if you will. Um, but you know, I think we all had a good time. Uh, Tarun was one of the main organizers. Uh, would you like to, I mean, he's already done a lot of explaining this episode. So uh, I'm going to make Haran do a, a brief rundown of, uh, of the little setup that uh, was made. Yeah, so the main thing, well, I guess like the, the most fun thing we did was uh, Tarun and another person who's been on the podcast before, Mara, uh, they split the 12 of us, or I guess former 15 of us, but 12 of us into um, into teams of four or three uh, of various three size, four. whatever. Yeah, we had we had four teams total. Um, and basically, like, these teams were tasked um, with cooking, like, separate meals uh, throughout, like, the four days we were there. Um, and then also on one day we had, like, an Olympics-style game. Uh, where like we had, I think we did like seven or eight, uh, both out drinking and non-drinking games. Um, and yeah, that that was actually a lot of fun. I'd never partaken in such group activity before. Uh, but I think we all got really into it, which made it a lot more fun. So, um, definitely like hopefully in the future I can, we can like emulate this. Oh yeah. Some of the games we played, we played, uh, baseball, which I think we talked about on the podcast before, but I'm not sure. No, we didn't. It's basically beer pong and flip cup put together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Code names, beer yo cart, 
or a version of Beer Card, not not the hardcore Beer Card that some crazy white people play. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I was I was ready, bro. It's not just white people. I think a lot of mixed race individuals. Yeah, man. Don't don't blame oh, us. Yeah, don't blame I was us introduced people. to Beer Card by by white friends at, at Tech. I never played, but I heard about it, and it sounded crazy. I'm blinking. Throw it, throw it to the games, guys. I already I already forgot. We had a couple of trivia games. Like one was uh, mm-hmm. music based, and then one was like. We made a Kahoot for questions about our squad, like, I don't know, just questions about, like, old stories or, like, um, each other that we wouldn't might not have known, etc. Yeah, Tune may or may not have created false questions about this podcast that I haven't gotten over, but I digress. Man, fuck you. <laughs> I would like to say that my team was the only team that was fully intact, uh, had no, had no <laughs> drops, and uh, we had to sacrifice one of our members, which I thought was a very... Painful decision to make, but uh, and we gladly took that member, and my team won. So, I mean, that's Yay. that's the reality you choose to live in. Uh, you didn't actually win, but that's all right. Who actually won? We all won because we all had fun. Oh, that's that's one way to think about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you didn't win. You're a salty little bitch, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think it was a it was a good experience overall. I think. Uh, Everybody had a had a good enjoyable time. Everybody got a little bit or more fucked up. Harsha mostly because he slept with bugs the first night. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say other than like we all just kind of hung out, cooked food. That that was really it. Oh, you know what? No, there is there's one unique thing. Uh, when I was getting picked up from the airport, thanks to Harsha's driving ability that is unmatched, and Haran came and sort of Bhavana. Tarun was uh, scaling the slopes in the hills, dude. Um, he was really getting into <laughs> yeah, Johnny Coppola, bro. <laughs> he was uh, he was learning the art of skiing. How 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 was that? Exp- oh, I have to I have to preface it by saying it was like fifty degrees and <laughs> not snowing. It was like maybe raining. I don't know. You you walk us through your mudding, snowing, skiing experience. Okay, first off, let me just say, based on the weather, like, because it was going to be 50 degrees, there was no snow that whole week, basically. Um, even though this, the place could make artificial snow, we really thought there was, like, a huge chance that we're just going to drive there 40 minutes and not be able to ski and just have to come back. Mm-hmm. When we're pulling up, like, through the mountains, you can obviously see, like, peaks of the yeah slopes. Most of them were brown like i didn't see any white <laughs> when we were there and i was like what the fuck man this is so fucked um but when we got in basically they put they put snow on like the the more shallow depth slopes mm-hmm. like the ones that we saw from the car were obviously like the ones that start at the top of the mountain and like those are the like the diamond black diamonds and like the i don't, I don't know what other ratings there are for the the ones that are underneath diamond black diamond but whatever um so we get there and a few of us, we got a lesson together because we didn't know how to ski. And we got, our instructor was like this seven-year-old uh, ski instructor. He's been instructing skiing for 40 years, which was, first of all, that's fucking crazy, dude. Imagine doing something for 40 years. Skiing, I fell on my ass like many, many times. In fact, one time, like my knee, like, because I fell on the skis and the skis make you fall in like weird ass orientations and play like stretches you ways you should not be stretched mm-hmm. um, or splayed out, you know, and my knee like turned one way. My right knee like turned some way in which it was cracked. Like my knee didn't crack, but it cracked 
you know and it just did not feel right bro like it felt so wrong <laughs> luckily that was like near the end of the lesson so, so you got like, stretched out and it felt really wrong yeah like, yeah it felt really oh. really wrong <laughs> um, but yeah now i cracked and i was like i had to like actually just like stand up and stay there for a second it felt like it felt like so like <laughs> it felt so wrong tight. <laughs> yeah yeah it just felt like i couldn't move it for a bit um but then um i kept i felt i felt so much that the instructor guy was like hey man we're gonna ski down together and i was like what you mean man <laughs> and he took the sticks like the pole whatever is mm-hmm. um and he put them like horizontal so that me and him were holding on to it like um like the front of a roller coaster you know what i mean mm. and he was like kind of guiding me down and at first it felt like hella um emasculating mm. but actually that's all i needed to like actually get it like after that i was like i was i was decent like i, I didn't i didn't really fall after that much um which is cool the main scary part i don't know if you you guys have ever experienced this but like when you get on the ski lift you obviously don't take off your skis and all this shit mm. so you get on the ski lift like this the the chair comes behind you and like puts you in the chair you know what i mean like it, it it's yeah. pretty aggressive um and then when you get off there's just like a slope like you gotta like it's mm. literally a ramp down and you have to like ski down it to to go down that is the most that's the most difficult thing on the planet bro this chair just pushes you off down this ramp and i don't know how to stay on a ramp so i just fall over every single time um like literally every time i was on that like bench with somebody else like our skis got intertwined and we just like fucking ate shit right in front of the ski and then the like the ski operator the ski lift operator just had to like stop it and he would come and they'd be like you guys okay and i'll be like yeah (laughs) these fucking people (laughs) actually it's really funny like uh me and swati went uh went up like one of the last times and we're still both like having trouble with it and she told the ski operator as soon as we got to the top like ayo like pray for me and the guy said Amen. Oh, <laughs> we both just we both just ate shit. We both ate shit. Um, no, I, I fell I fell off a couple times. Yeah, not fell off the ski lift. That's bad. I fell like <laughs> at the end. I fell at the end uh, a few times. It was hella hella scary. You kind of just like, have to like prepare yourself. Like you already have to be like in a squatting motion by the exactly. time you get off. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. And like the skis are just hella awkward because like they're so long, and then like mm-hmm. you like make sure like you point them. It's it's like a it's a big ordeal. Yeah. But other than that, it was a really good experience. I haven't done something like that where it's like a completely new activity um, in like a really, really long time. Um, the weather was fucked. Like I was wearing a jacket. I was just wearing a t-shirt and a jacket and I was literally sweating my balls off. I was so mm. just wet. I was not even wet from the snow, just wet from sweat. Yeah. Um, and then also like it, it was cloudy in the, in the morning when we were getting our lesson. So it was like nice. Like you could actually see. And I didn't bring goggles, by the way. But then, like, near the near midday, like, after our lesson and lunch and stuff, it got so sunny, so bright. I literally could not see, like, when I was going down. I had to, like, squint my eyes. Um, it was pretty rough. But it was still a good time. So you're going to shred the slopes again next year, bro? I actually would be down. And especially because now, like, most of our friends have, like, some experience with it. Like, mm-hmm. I think it'd be more fun to go as a group. Like, I would never, I would never have gone a- alone, so. Nice. Do you think you'd try snowboarding next time? Yeah, I think I would get a lesson, though. Because our friends Neha and Emmy, they didn't get a lesson. They were actually decent for not getting a lesson, but they I definitely think they ate shit more than us. Yeah, bro, everybody seems sore for, like, three days after that. Yeah. That, Dude, that's uh, what always happens, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Skiing. But it was a good, it was a good overall, uh, you know, experience, especially because I think only Jackie and Remy had ever done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So for everybody else, it was their their first time on the on the snow snow. Sports. Because you've been right, or you haven't? Fuck no, dude, bro. What the hell you? What the Wait, hell but you you're talking? White. Yeah, bro. You I, live you live up in the area, bro. I lived I lived twenty minutes in between two different ski mountains, and I never went to any of them because I was never interested in doing any outdoor winter sports. Yeah, but it's not even sport though. It's just like leisure. No, it is a sport. I'm saying like, but if you just do it, it's not like you're playing a sport. You're just. I don't, but like, I never. Winter was always basketball time, bro, and I always had. I was always afraid of like knee shit, and that's so easy to do. On like, I know yeah. Tarun got cracked uh, with his <laughs> knees, but um, you can so easily like twist your knees and like do all that sort of shit on snowboarding and skiing and all that kind of stuff and i knew tons of cross-country skiers and like uh i don't know what's the other one um just cross-country skiing yeah how did that work don't actually go across the country bro it's just down a mountain no yeah. no, no no but thanks look <laughs> <laughs> okay, like i don't know like what what differentiates like normal skiing and cross-country like how much more distance do you travel i mean like I said, I've never been, but okay. I think the different, you know, before yeah, I, I do a lot of like guessing on a lot of things. So I'm actually going to look it up and get the proper answer. This what if cross-country skiing is like, you know, like skiing, like you need that like downward momentum. What if I think it's like, you're just like on a flat land and you're just skiing. I don't think it's flat land, <laughs> but I think it's something, it's not as many mountains. Let me, let me look up. Or uphill. Oh, it's just like a gradual slope. Down a long hill, mountain. Is there a mountain big enough in the U.S. in which you could ride down and get enough momentum to get to the other side of, like, the other coast? What? Like, no. Okay, so. What did you just you say? Know the, you know the Rocky Mountains? Yes. Or yeah. the Appalachian? Yeah. If I start on skis at the top of the Appalachian Mountains, Appalachian hey. on the East Coast, right? Are you saying you want to make it to like yes. Virginia Beach from the <laughs> mountain? No, no, I'm trying to make it to California. <laughs> <laughs> how? Momentum. Is he saying the momentum. momentum down that he just traveled? What, like how many miles to, to, to West Coast? <laughs> or, or maybe maybe I can jump off a mountain. Like, oh, if I if I jump off Everest, can I float and I parachute oh, immediately? And you like side glide? Can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I sky glide all the way to America? No, <laughs> but Everest is really high, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I found I want, the no, answer. Actually, I, I want to know the answer to that question. I'll look it up. Oh yeah, you do your own research, pal. Um, I did look up cross country skiing, and it is what I thought it was. Uh, and it has it's actually kind of similar to what you did say, Haran. Where regular, I don't know, I don't know the other term for not cross country. It might be just slope or slalom or whatever. But uh, cross-country skiing is over more flat land. So, like, they use the poles to, like, just kind of propel themselves um, mm. and do that kind of thing all dude, the time. That sounds, that sounds hard. Yeah, dude, it is hard. I think those were probably, like, out of all of the uh, unconventional sports, they were, like, the best athletes because they had, like, they have really good upper body strength because they had to push themselves so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were always like the fittest fuckers, if you will. Turin, did you find an answer on uh, if you can glide from Everest to America? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> but people are saying it's actually not the like the height that matters. It's like the the temperature and like the wind that mm. matters for a glider. Like you, are you, people are saying that you could be on a glider for like twelve hours if the weather permits. But apparently, there's two motherfuckers that actually did. Oh no, there's four motherfuckers that actually paraglided off of Everest. That sounds so scary. Yeah, that's crazy. Where they land? They want to cross over back to the back to the peak of Everest. Oh. <laughs> they just keep on just like infinite loop. <laughs> yeah, who's that dude that jumped from space in the Red Bull thing? Oh, he's got some Swedish name or something. I oh. Think. oh or some other European name. Is, is that for European? If he had wings, couldn't he have like gone around the Earth? Well, he did have wings because he was Red Bull. Word. But if he actually had wings. <laughs> Why didn't they drop a bird to Felix Baumgartner? There you go. Austrian. No, yeah, that's what I said. What a psycho, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no one I can't believe I can't believe Red Bull is like, nah. <laughs> like, we'll let you. Like, we'll send you up there. Bro, imagine if like Tony Hawk was like, hey yo, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna jump off a fucking helicopter on the atmosphere and like And land on my skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> or like Go into the half pipe. It's just like have your skateboard like fucking duct taped to your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I would respect it because Tony Hawk is a legend. Hey, Tony Hawk. Crazy, crazy games back in the day, you know. X Games mode, if you will. Mm, poor Tony Hawk. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Really? Yeah, to me, you, you, you're, you seem to have so many great ideas this episode. You know, you were the, the pioneer for the, the cabin trips, like itinerary. Uh, you uh, gave us a nice presentation on new technology. You know, you like to be in charge this episode. What, what's the final topic? You know, the more I think about it, <laughs> I don't actually know you guys that well. Uh, so my question is, let me pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> what a great question. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> If you don't know, <laughs> now you know, brother. What do you say? <laughs> After looking it up, I couldn't find it. Christian, what is it? Um. Well, <laughs> we have we have two options. You know, you know, you know. Um, we have a we have a we have a deep question in in one hand, and in the other hand. And I, I'm doing this actually physically on the call so the, the listeners know. In one hand, I have one question and, and like, uh, not actually, but in the other hand, I have another question. So there's a deep, really deep question in one hand. Mm. And then there's a, a a surface level deep question in the other hand. Can and I so, have both hands? Oh, no, not today. It's not a package deal. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going um, really, really deep with one hand. But then on the yes. other hand, he's just... <laughs> Caressing Just the surface, if you will. Indeed, indeed. So, which hand? Harsha. Can we please start with the surface one, please? But <laughs> and then are we are we still talking about the same thing? Or? Um. Well, I'm afraid we won't have time for both of them. That's the thing. Oh. So you got to pick one or the other. Um. And no, I, you're not allowed to choose. I mean, that just be asking you if you want to do one question or the other. I actually have 
assigned to each of my hands. You have to pick left or right whether we answer. Yeah, but you uh, said you said one. You said which hand was deep. No, I mean that was just a that was just a visual aid for oh, you. Yeah. So okay, then if it doesn't, if you can't choose, then I'll just say right hand. Okay. Is that okay with everyone? Yeah. Mm. This is your unlucky day, Harsha. This is the deep, <laughs> insightful, dark, secret question. Did you say um, insideful? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what is to come. I hope no one uh, else is this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, so, we kind of talked about this outside of the podcast a little bit uh, one day, but I was curious about like what kinds of things bother us because i i think we complain a lot about very uh repetitive or like menial things that are like oh you know i had a shitty day because i mean me personally i have a shitty day if my fucking avocados are too fucking they go bad and then i can't use them you know that's a shitty day for me but in the grand scheme of things that doesn't really fucking matter to anybody so like, I think there are more uh, non-surface level things that bother me on a day-to-day basis. And I could sit here for seven episodes straight and go through all of them. So I won't be doing that. But I was just curious about maybe we could each share one. Uh, maybe like a a reflective question or something that you'd like to change uh, about your surroundings, your environment, um, or something like that. Where... You know, there are these things that you can make some sort of impact on, maybe not your quality of life, but something that would make you, uh, I was going to say have more pleasure, but that's not the right way you can say anything on this podcast. Um, Just have a better overall experience, you know, uh, in your day-to-day life. Obviously, this is a very deep question, so everybody, you know, get out your Jeopardy music while, while we think. I can go first. Um, I I don't know if this is necessarily about like my environment. It's more so like about me. Mm-hmm. But um, I always feel like I lack a lot of like discipline. Um, I think I wait for the last minute to do a lot of things, and I wish mm-hmm. I just had the discipline to like keep habits up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy for me to do stuff when I enjoy it, but I think I need to be better about doing stuff when I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think I'll be, I think it's like, I I don't know what the rule is called, but like, you know, if you do something like every day, like you, you get like 1% gain on that, like skill or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually like over time that obviously like compounds. Yeah. Um, So I think I want to be better at like discipline and executing on using that discipline. Yeah. This isn't necessarily, it's totally good that you took it that way but it's not necessarily like oh would you like want to change about yourself but that is one way that you can uh take it because obviously you have a great impact on what your environment feels like and how you feel in it so yeah definitely an a plus answer my, Thank my you, guys man. my guys at 105 percent credit this episode he's done everything fuck yeah <laughs> teachers giving me good marks yeah you're gonna get disciplined later for me personally i think a lot of it has to do with like 
societal constructs on things. And that makes it seem like way deeper than it is. Um, but for me, like, I have a lot, I have many, like, I wouldn't necessarily like, say problems, but annoyances with the way that a lot of people go about doing things. Um, not on a personal level, it's just like how it's normalized in our, I guess, mostly our age range. Definitely makes me sound like a boomer, but I guess things feel a lot more unorganic or forced. I, I don't really know how to explain it or like routine based or impersonal. I, mean, I guess maybe is the best way to say it. Everything's so digitized that it's also really hard. So it's not, like I said, it's not anybody's fault, but it's like, it's really hard to get that person to person connection all the time. I mean, a lot of it part obviously has to do with like distance and everything, but I would say even, even so, like when I hang out with not just the people that are aforementioned, but in general, like everybody's always on their phone. Everybody's like always worrying about X or Y and it's just, they're not like detractors. They're just like, it's just frustrating, I guess. Would you say you're guilty of it? Oh, hundred percent. Like I'm definitely not like a so all trapped in this. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. a victim of it as well. I'm definitely, you know, I'm more of a, a do as I say and not as I do type of person. Um, mm. Oh, that's classic white man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that I think that a lot of times people get too trapped up in like what other people want them to do um per se or they're so much more worried about how this other person is going to perceive it or how they'll be viewed by their friends or their friends of friends or these other tertiary people or whatever in their life that they don't take enough time to reflect on themselves and so i think it's just a little like not humanity's lost that makes it sound like super melodramatic and shit but um, that kind of like separation from a person to person conversation or interaction or whatever is something that I would say aggravates me, not necessarily like day to day pisses me off, but like annoyance, you know, it's been a while since I ranted for like three minutes straight, so, <laughs> you know, throw yeah, I think that makes sense. I think going off of that, it's kind of hard now with everything that's at our fingertips to live in the moment. When mm -hmm. we're experiencing things, um, yeah, like I, I try not to like take my phone out and like capture things. Sometimes it's nice to look back on it, but also sometimes I just want to like look at what I'm looking at. You know, mm -hmm. like for example, like sporting events, like people are just taking pictures of touchdowns, and like you're paying so much just to see the touchdown yeah. in person and small things like that. But I think it's something that we can all improve on. Yeah, imagine taking photos of events. Yeah, and like capturing them and like throwing that photo, yeah. There's a difference, like, bro. I get paid. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. It's not his event, you know? <laughs> True. No, but I think that's different than the things I'm trying to talk about. You know, With like amateur camera. photography. <laughs> <laughs> I think a big 
example Christian of what you're talking about is like when you see people like out and about like if you're at a restaurant or something that people are like just yeah. on their phones yeah I don't want to make it personal but I feel like there's no ever like one-to-one hangouts anymore with a lot of people I feel like it's all group based and it's mm-hmm. all like it's overrated man one-on-one hangouts okay hold on I don't, I don't need you <laughs> I lived with you for like four days okay there's so many things that are uh what's that word I don't know, but like it's it's all based on a group dynamic rather than like intimacy makes it sound weird, but you know what I mean, like a one to one interaction. Um, so I think that's something that I don't know if it's necessarily a societal thing or if it's just like maybe my experiences with people or groups. Um, but do you guys feel more comfortable in a one on one hangout than a group hangout? Yeah, I, I mean, I personally do, but I know that's not necessarily as common as it used to be i definitely don't i'm not a big talker um so i kind of rely on the other person to talk in a one-on-one hangout but uh i think i need to be better at talking and those things i don't feel uncomfortable it's just that Mm -hmm. i just sometimes i just don't know what to say yeah yeah i think i'm i think i'm fine with one-on-ones i don't think it's a huge deal i think usually i go with i go on -on one-on-one things with people i haven't seen in a while too so it makes it easier to have stuff to talk about but i think group is like more enjoyable still yeah to add count our you know our usual weekend carpools from arlington to home as one-on-one hangouts those are pretty fun you know we had taco bell together one night <laughs> Dude, we got- <laughs> yeah, gonna double down on his group answer now <laughs> <laughs> we went through the taco bell drive-thru and we we picked up our food and then harsh is like can we please like eat in the drive-thru? It's like kind of depressing to go home and eat alone. And I, I didn't like, oh, say it like that, cute. but yeah. He said it really hornily. <laughs> yeah. It... Yeah. All right, Harsha, air your grievance, bro. Yeah. Um. You know, <laughs> marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really um think about these type of things a lot during my day-to-day life just thinking about things that are wrong around me because i think i'm pretty privileged to say that not much is wrong with what i interact with daily but i think if i could change one thing that i change how media and news is consumed around people by people our age because everything's really sensationalized just trying to get people to click on it and people that i don't read that stuff just because this is bad, but I don't read the, I don't follow the news as much as mm-hmm. maybe I should. But the people that do dive into that and read comments on things like COVID related or otherwise, like kind of really affects, I feel like it could affect how their mental state and uh, mm-hmm. um, is basically not contributing positively to society, which I think the media and news, like how powerful it is, it should be beneficial, but it kind of is not. So I think I'd change that to be more factual and not necessarily like blowing things out of proportion when sometimes they don't need to be Hmm. i think a lot of it has to do with there's like a there's a breakdown between how people want to i I think i talked about this before but how like people go to seek out how they learn about news like if you just like go on twitter to try and learn everything like you're gonna get like the most like you said like sensationalized takes on one thing or another because people, especially on Twitter, like if you're promoting your articles on Twitter, you're going for the headline and that's really kind of it. 
Like you, if you get them to click on the headline and they don't even read the fucking article, that's fine. Like that's that's all they give a shit about. Is that you clicked on it and it makes their their thing money because I don't want to get into like the the history of news gathering and that bullshit. But like because of like all the newspapers and all all that kind of shit that's gone down and like in the last twenty years or so, um, and everything's had to move online. People aren't, and their intention spans have changed over the last 15 years, too. Um, I think it's harder to get people to read, like, a 700-word article or something like that. Um, people would rather be, like, just read the headline and then half a paragraph and then chill. But it's also so hard to get out information like that. But I agree that, like, it's it's not good that it's that way, that people are so captivated or ready to act based on 15 words or something like that or it changes how they view something so radically i think it's also because we're all slaves to algorithms now Mm -hmm. like i think uh it always reminds me like this this topic always reminds me of like youtube back in the day wherever when i'd watch like i don't know just like random videos from my favorite youtubers but like they just be like normal like the title would be what it is you know, it'd yeah. be like this challenge or something. But now it's like, like $10,000 yeah. uh, blah, 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 blah challenge against my somebody uh, like, you know, parentheses gone wrong or asterisk gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, it's just so like um, exaggerated. Um, mm-hmm. Even with like TikTok and shit, I fucking hate this whole like oh, people, people try to act like so smart on there and like they really like try to stick their views down your throat and they also do dumb shit where they like they break things up into like different parts and they don't say anything in the first part just so that they can yeah. get you to go to their profile mm-hmm. and all this shit oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Like, just give me like is it so hard to give like a fact like especially for some people that are like talking about like serious topics like finances or like covid like harsh or um you know very important news or stuff like that like it just feels wrong it feels like incredible is is that the word discredible incredulous incredulous yeah incredible is a good thing it's a very bad incredible uncredible uncredible <laughs> harlan you're the biggest lover of hate that i know i was actually struggling to come up with like a, no. a coherent argument for what i wanted to say but pretty much it's just like i, I get annoyed how like at least culturally like you can't really like talk back to elders even if they're like they're making like some like stupid points that like i feel like you should be able to like have a rational argument with them but it's just like looked down upon for you to like refute what they say um and like i mean this this all came from just like and not even like a, an annoying experience which is like a like, few days ago i had a lecture um okay, and I'm not, i wasn't even that annoyed but i was just like we had, I had a lecture and like the lecture went over by like 15 minutes but like everyone was clearly too scared to like mm-hmm. tell the tell the teacher that like hey like we've won past time like can we talk about this next lecture kind of thing mm-hmm. and like that's not even a, like a major thing but like it was just like a minor yeah inconvenience that like kind of like made me think about this or like i've had like argument or not, or i've tried to like have like discussion slash arguments with like family members before about mm-hmm. like their views on a certain thing but then, like, my parents were like, well, shut it down. Or, like, they'll talk to me after being like, you can't, like, like be saying this back to them. Just, like, hear what they have to say and let it be. Um, and it's kind of frustrating. But, like, I feel like it's nice. It's always nice to have, like, a 
to have a discussion with someone, especially like they have like such like different opinions. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually beneficial for both people, like both parties involved, like you're both yeah. sides. Yeah. So you like have both sides of the story. But um, yeah, I guess that was what I was trying to say. Yeah, I get it to a certain extent when you're like 10 or 12 or 15, like shut up, you know, but like at this point we're all old enough where we should be able to have those discussions without have a say, yeah. About age. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating, man. Even for meetings at work, our manager goes over late sometimes and no one says anything until she realizes. Just probably for the same reason. You just don't want to talk, say anything. I think culturally for us, it's more of a, like, especially in work settings. Um, I think it's sort of like ingrained in us from our parents that like, don't talk back, like just put your head down and work and just like deal with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not even a talking back thing. Cause it's not like we're saying anything bad. Like, we don't ever want to get into a situation where it's like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like for, for us, I feel like from where our parents came from and stuff, it's more about like survival than it is about, uh, what's the, what's the word? I'm looking like for, opinions like, or, um, not even opinions, more like, sta- like standing up for yourself. Mm. It's like, like we definitely have the power now. Like I think our parents put us in a place where we have the power to like say these things and not be afraid and like, I think we're yeah. all smart enough to like. I think it's it's just like you don't want to jeopardize what you have exactly some like minuscule thing. But the thing right. is, like, you just let like, the minuscule things add up, and you're just gonna get more and more annoyed. Exactly. So. Yeah. Speaking of adding up, you know, we've added up all of our time for this episode. How much is it? Uh, uh. Well, okay, that's not fair because the, the I haven't edited it yet. But I'm. So you lied. I'm gonna guess. Say sorry. Sorry. Say sorry to listen. You right say now. sorry for fucking interrupting me. All right. <laughs> all right, bitch. We talk back to him now, Haran. Yeah. I'm scared. Oh, he's, he's younger than me. Yeah, fuck. You can't talk back to me. <laughs> uh, he's white. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a hundred and... A hundred. No, it's 85 minutes and counting uh, at this moment. But I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere around the 60... Yeah, 69 minute mark. Um, hey. Anyway... That will wrap up this episode. Uh, we had a great culmination of discussions from tech to cabin to intrinsic mm, thoughts. Indeed. Nice. <laughs> great. Great three item bullet points. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> uh, if you guys did enjoy this episode, make sure you head over to our Instagram at Interesting Discussion. Uh, you can check out all of our guests, all of our very fun posts. We had a lot of fun posts around the the new year and the holidays uh, that were, you know, go see all of our, our gifts and such. There is now a rating system on Spotify. We had our very first rating and it, spoiler alert, it was a five star rating. And so if any of you fuck that up, we will find you and we will do unspeakable things to you. Uh so please give us five star rating uh if you are to rate no pressure at all uh but if you know you want to hear more of our episodes we are on apple podcasts spotify youtube wherever you can get your podcasts from but that will wrap it up for this episode 93 and we will see you all next week with a really fun guest all right bye guys bye, bye. bye.